It is time now for the SF41 Radio Network News Report. For this June 9th, 2011, star date 4-1106.09. I'm Clytonistra Hippocrates. Topics for tonight include last night role playing session. Chapter 5, Terror in the Patch, is now available for your review. Also, um, working on the merchant-slash-crafter um, profession available in our fleet. And last but not least, um, where we're going for the summer as a fleet, my hope at least, and what we do to bring everybody together under one creative um, team. Last night's role-playing, Wednesday night, June 8, 2011. Not much was done. Um, we had a couple of people that were logged in. Um, Swindow's character was logged in, along with Ed and T-800. We had um, Joanna was logged in, although she was very tired last night. And then we had Boran was on. Um, in the Klingon fleet, um, Joro, or Joro, was logged in for a while. And, um, myself, uh, Clytonistra Hippocrates, was logged in. Second item for tonight, Chapter 5 for A Terror in the Patch has been released. It's version 1.1. Um, Ed and I, or T8100, T8 800. <laughs> we went through it earlier today. We play tested it. He felt that the mission was kind of short, although he's still having a hard time figuring out the linear timing of the story. I explained to him that the story is nonlinear in nature, and part of the story is that the way that the story is cut is it's designed to confuse the player so that you lose it, your sense of linear time. One of the great things about science fiction is we as writers and creators can play around with two aspects place and time and since in the game the place never really changes or the places where you're doing the story at we have the ability to move different elements through periods of time and in this story it's the time that's really changing and not necessarily the place if you've been following the first four stories you'll notice that most of the dates correlate around April 1st, whether it's in the 22nd, 23rd, 24th, or 25th century. I think that will make for a nice game experience. <laughs> also, too, there's a larger mystery of the story, which occurs in the modern time period, or the 25th century, as we explore in the the original series or TOS era and even in the Enterprise era you're gonna start to see the USS Avalon or Evelyn's characters main story arc where like her mother who was trapped in the Delta Quadrant her character is trapped in time 
so she, her character exists in multiple periods of time, and the crew of both the Enterprise era and TOS era are going to have to figure out. First, they're going to have to figure out that the characters are split, <laughs> and then they're going to have to later figure out how to bring them back together, which goes back to the science fiction aspect of the story. And that plays into the larger mosaic plot of what's going on in the main mystery that is occurring in the modern era. So you have to keep in mind that the story is designed around 28 chapters. If you're uh, the type that where you want everything explained to you in exposition within the first chapter, that's not really what the story is. I'm not using any exposition in the story at all. You either take it as it is and play the story as it's presented to you, and you have to be able to take information that you're getting from all these different stories and piece it together. You're not going to be able to only play one story or two stories and figure it all out. It's going to take you playing all 28 stories to figure it all out. And a lot of the stories intercut for psychological factors. And the stories are, some stories are long, some stories are short, some stories have a lot of action, some stories have minimal action, some stories have a lot of dialogue. That's designed to prevent the player from habituating or memorizing their way through the story. And it prevents the story from becoming this cookie cutter type, uh, predictable, I call post-1990 TV generation type storytelling. The storytelling in this is done with novels that were written prior to the 1990s where it was very common for stories to have 20 to 30 chapters and they span many years and their sense of timing, they would start the end of the story at the beginning of the book, they would tell the ending of the story in the middle of the book, and they would get to the middle core of the story at the end of the book. So in a larger sense, that's what we're trying to do here. And in this story, it combines several different genres, mainly inspired by the story Dracula, but a lot of it pulls from different science fiction stories. And of course, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, who originated the main idea behind the plot of the story. And for those of you that have no idea who H.P. Lovecraft is, I think you're going to find in the end, when you get to the last part of this story, that um, it'll all make sense to you in the end. But only at the last chapter when the story ends. The next topic is our merchant slash crafter and it's important to remember that when I refer to crafters I also mean merchants and traders too. In our fleet and under our story it's all going to be part of the rank 6 position in our fleet and so if you refer to a crafter, trader, any, these are all civilian type um, professions within our role-play system. But the main thing is, um, as we start moving forward through the summer in the next 12 months of our role-playing, these characters are going to become more important. And what we want to do is have that the other characters are dealing with these civilian characters in character and in story. And the overall goal is we want to create our own player economy within our own fleet. So the idea is to, we'll be pulling money and creating this nice economic cycle within our fleet. We're going to start with the crafter and merchant profession. And then later as we go on and as they Im Im put more features into the game, that being um, 
Cryptic Studio puts more features into the game, we're going to take advantage of those things and incorporate more into our roleplay style. Especially with the new crew system coming on where you're going to actually be able to give your bridge officers jobs within the ship. And at some point, they're going to expand the interiors to where you're going to be able to customize those things as far as bases and star bases. And um, that's kind of what we're adapting to. We're kind of in a preliminary phase where we're going to adapt to those things as a fleet. The last item is where we're going as a fleet as far as for the summer, at least my vision, and how we bring all our creative talents forward into the fleet and together into the fleet. Uh, my thinking is that my overall goal for the summer one is to bring at least two, three people into the fleet, um, new blood. I really want to get our system to where the characters in the game are the ones, at least from an officer standpoint, are the ones actually training the newer people in the fleet. I kind of want to have it to where when we bring new people in the fleet that they have to start off as ensign characters. And then that way they learn our method of role-playing. And then once they're established in our fleet and our officer corps have approved them to be in our fleet, then we'll allow them to bring other characters into the game. But we want to really get a good evaluation of people. And I think the best way to do that is while they're ensigns. And what we want to pay attention to is are they people that listen to us? Are they compatible with what we do? Not everybody's going to be into everything that we're doing or for the most part. But are they listening? Are they paying attention to our officers? And I want our officers' opinions to carry a lot of weight. And this is where the ambassador rank comes in. All the people in our fleet who are executive producers, all their alts are ambassadors. And those are going to be the training officers. And they're going to be like, some are going to be specific for tactical people. Some are going to be specific to... Um, science some are going to be particular to engineers and what we want to do is we want to be able to at some point in the future to, to be able to play in three different difficulty phases where the merchants or crafters are playing on the normal difficulty which minimizes their costs and expenditures the main military force is on advance and then the elite system is set up for our special operations people or special forces people doing like spy missions now of course those people aren't going to be able to start at that level because our research and development needs to be able to make their equipment but what we're going to do is we're going to turn our crafting things into q branch or quartermaster in james bond the q branch was cut was named Q because it stood for the quartermaster and this is what we're going to do so when we have special people who are like uh, Caro and uh, Rate Ka and I think Derek and even um, Corey for that instance are people who are special forces or spies we want to be able to set up a special division with R&D to make specific equipment for them and it's kind of like stuff that they're assigned and then at the main part, for the main core of players, we want to create a store to where our characters are the ones buying items within our own fleet. And then the people who are merchants and crafters, mainly merchants, they can then take the items that they buy from the characters at their regular cost and then go sell them on the exchange for a much higher margin. And then that 
brings in more money for the fleet as a whole, I think. And those characters who are actual characters can have fun running their own business where they have the fleet bank as a nice uh, tool that allows them to bring everything together for them or have a nice coordinated or a place to kind of capture items and sort them out and manufacture them. At some point, we're going to be moving in more with some of the other fleet caps we want to move into a more manufacturing type thing and um, as people get more accustomed to using the crafters and suppliers in our fleet then I'm going to introduce the manufacturing things and um, that'll be a natural progression of where we're at now and where I hope we'll be in the future and along with any new additions that um, Cryptic will add to the game in the future for crafting and where we're going in fleet, I hope, is that we're bringing everybody together in a, a constructive way and also in a creative way. Uh, a lot of people, um, TA100 was telling me he's been trying to use the foundry this last couple months, but he's been knocked out a couple of times and it, the system locks up on him. So we have to figure out ways to help him um, to be able to get around that. I don't know if that's just a limitation with his computer or... Maybe he can give ideas and then someone else can actually go and make all the stuff for him and then he can just tell you what he wants and then someone else can make it for him. Maybe that'll be a, a way until he gets his system all up and running. And I think as Joanna and Boran and um, Carl uh, or Gears all have a chance to sit down with the Foundry, I think we're all going to have a nice synergy going of different creative efforts. I'm hoping that the stories you're seeing that I'm doing on the foundry sort of inspire you to show you that this can be done and as I'm introducing the different chapters of these stories I'm progressively adding different techniques um, with the first chapter I had basic techniques and then the next preceding chapters I expanded on those things and different things that you can use in different techniques especially each project I do I learn a little more about the foundry and I find a better way to do things and I'm hoping that from a technical standpoint as y'all get into doing the actual foundry you see you start to look at the stories like wow that was actually a pretty technical thing and this is what she, she did to overcome that and maybe I could take notes with that and how do I do that remember in this type of setup we're nonlinear storytellers where it combines elements of writing books writing screenplays for movies and TV shows um, songs storybooks audiobooks radio shows so it combines all these different elements that we have to as a creative unit take advantage of and I'm hoping that I am hoping that everybody sees that and sort of is inspired by those things especially later on as you start seeing the 3d videos that I made from the 2d written stories that people have written on the internet or our forum site and then took those and made audio uh, analog stories out of and then the next natural progression will be the 3d videos or actually they'll probably be a still type slideshow version of it and then the full-blown video to give you all a sense of the pre-visualization pre of how we do things in steps and incrementally so I hope you guys enjoy those things well that's the end of the news tonight for the SF41 News Report on the SF41 Radio Network. Day is June 9th, 2011. Stardate in the game is 4-1-2011.
I'm Kleinistra Hippocrates. Enjoy. <laughs>